Welcome to today's Pastor's Roundtable, where we'll discuss Sunday's sermon. Hey, hey guys. How's it going, Hello. guys? Welcome to our Facebook Live Roundtable discussion. Facebook like Live Roundtable is here. That's I right. Think, I think... Rob is a little excited. He's away. I'm excited. Yeah. We got the whole crew the with whole us here yeah. this morning. I want to welcome, for the first time ever, to the roundtable discussion, <laughs> our new children's minister, Hopefully! Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, and Mauricio's with us. Yes, of course. Well, of course. Back. Yes. He's, he's old school. <laughs> Northwestern yeah. Espanol. But he's awesome. Yes. On campus here. Uh, but I'm just excited because uh, we have... Our new children's minister here, and yeah. she's killing it. And she's awesome. I, just a little <laughs> side note: we went to Parents Night Out, and uh, we went on a date and used our new our Parents Night Out, which Hope helped lead. And she made this awesome little like question book, no, and was it was cool. so real nice and like made so pretty. Oh I, yeah! I took it. And I'm like, this is really good questions, but we're not going to use it. <laughs> but we did. <laughs> And we like had some of the deepest discussions. Really? Oh my goodness! It was really good. Now it started cheesy, which is part of the point. Yeah. yeah. But it ended solid. Like we were like having some deep life conversations. Man. Yeah. And so yeah, you can pick more up at the children's. Yeah. Place. So you okay. didn't get one. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I'm gonna great. pick one up. Uh, wow. So yeah. So wel- welcome and just side note on that. But we're glad everybody's yeah. here. We're in our auditorium today. And so we're here uh, on stage. Worship a, center. Our worship center. This is our, our worship. Our center. tabernacle. No, hey, that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. We're gonna let Kyle take it from here. All right. So but that was a great. That was a great intro. Welcome, Hope. Good, good to have you. So we started um, the Ezra Revive series uh, this weekend, and uh, with the first uh, sermon topic, which was the stirring of the Lord, and uh, we were in um, chapter one of Ezra, and uh, so we pick up with um, the uh, the return. To Jerusalem, and um, so uh, this is after seventy years of captivity. Captivity, and let's read. Would someone read chapter one, verses one through three? What you read, that pastor? All right. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so he made a proclamation throughout all the kingdom. And also put it in writing, thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. He has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever is among you, all his people, may his God be with him. Let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is the God who is in Jerusalem. So um, talk to us about King Cyrus and the Cyrus Cylinder um, and its relationship to these opening verses. All right. Okay, Talk to us right. a little bit about this. Just giving you a little history. There was a lot of background information in the sermon this morning. Love for you to go on our podcast and listen to it. But, uh, but basically Cyrus, um, the king of Persia, he becomes king uh, from the Babylonians by conquering the Babylonians, which uh, God basically orchestrates all of that as well through in the book of Daniel. You can read about that. But um, basically, Cyrus becomes the king over all the, this kingdom, and uh, Daniel, who is uh, is is an exile, but he's a a God follower, a worship of the Lord, is in exile, and um, the king, who who we think is actually Cyrus himself, King Darius, um, Darius the Mede, 
Cyrus is half Mede and half Persian. And so when um, Daniel gets thrown in the lion's den, I actually believe that it's Cyrus who brings him out of the lion's den. Hmm. And it's actually King Cyrus who sees God uh, save Daniel. He sees the God of salvation. And therefore, Daniel is instrumental in his prayer in Daniel chapter 9 in actually sending uh, and, and, and sharing with Cyrus about this God and the rebuilding of, of the temple in Jerusalem. And so uh, Cyrus Cylinder is an a archaeological find that they have recently found um, that shows that Cyrus is actually a king of Persia during this time and that he actually made decrees during this time to send the exiled people back to their homelands to um, uh, build back places of worship. And so um, a lot of years, a lot of archaeologists and historians believe that Cyrus was not a real figure right. until they found this archaeological find, which, again, the Bible <laughs> proves itself over often. and over and over again. So, <clears throat> yeah. so that, that's just a little background history on, on, on some of these things. So there's this phrase in the um, opening of Scripture, uh, the stir, uh, the the stirring of the Lord. Um, the Lord stirred up. Uh, stirred up. Um, what verse is that in there? Uh, first, in it's verse, verse one. one. Yeah. Um, how did that? When you were reading this specifically, I guess this question is to you specifically. Um, the Lord ca- captured your attention, your imagination, so to speak. Yeah. How did How did the Holy Spirit speak to you about that? Well, I just I just feel like when God wants something to happen he is the one that orchestrates it to happen when you when you look at the exodus right because this this is kind of kind of like the exodus um, in which god's people are returning to the place where god has has put them or, or called for them to be and uh remember he hardens pharaoh's heart it right. causes pharaoh's heart to be hard right. here he takes a pagan ruler and makes his heart soft towards God's people. And so in in all of these things, God is actually orchestrating the events mm. of history mm-hmm. to point us to the cross. Right. So actually when Jesus comes back, the temple is there. They are seeing the sacrifices and the temple. And Jesus says multiple things, which we'll get to as we move forward in this series. But we'll get to the the fact is that the temple is standing and standing strong when Jesus is walking around on the earth. And Jesus has a lot to say about this temple, but it's destroyed in A.D. 70. And guess what? The Holy Spirit is now lives inside of us instead of in a dwelling place. The which I don't want to give away the sermon this week, but the the curtain is torn in two. You see that? Right. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah get ready for it. Yeah. So uh, get ready. <laughs> so maybe um, a step back. Uh, this was a this was a discouraging time in many ways um, for many people because um, Jerusalem was in a very difficult place uh, for those people that were actually in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, what would we say to those who are, um, and, and I would pose this question to anyone here, what would we say to those who are maybe in a time of, of difficulty um, or struggle, and it just feels like uh, 
you know, where is God in this? Yeah. What is God? I mean, that's what the people are feeling here mm-hmm. is where is God? Our, our city's destroyed. Right. Our homes are destroyed. We live in a foreign land. Where is God? Right. And people may be asking that question. Right. How would you guys answer that? What do you, what do you guys think? Pastor. Well, one of the, one of the things that we, we get to see in, in the, in the, the word always is God is faithful. Amen. And we see that uh, every time as, as the people of the nation of God is, is going through some rough times, God, God shows his faithfulness. God shows that he still picks up men and women to, to guide his, his nation. And as we oh, see man. here in Ezra, he, he left them up, he picked them up, and, and things have to happen. And also in our lives, that's the way God works still. God uh, shows us uh, through people, shows us through uh, messages through songs, his faithfulness, and he'll always show up. Amen. He'll always show up uh, because that's that's who he is. That's uh, what he uh, wants. For, uh, he wants to show us uh, how how great he is, and, and his faithfulness is is not only uh, uh, for certain people. Uh, it's for those that are faithful to him, for those that call unto him, and, and God never forgets uh, uh, our, our tears. He never forgets our sorrows. He never forgets our grief. He he sees that, and I think that's that's one of the things that keeps us from from um, from continuing on God's God's way. Amen. At least for me, that, knowing knowing that He's faithful, and knowing good. that no matter what I go through, uh, He's always going to go ahead and, and show uh, His faithfulness. Yeah. And if by any chance we lose our lives here, or 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 He doesn't respond the way we want us to, we understand that at the end of the day, or or when we 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 die in this life in this world. We're gonna go with him and be with him eternally. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's our, I think that's our 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 reward and our and what we are trying to look for is God and faithfulness. Hope hope you you uh you spend a lot of time ministering to to kids and to children. How would you describe this to like a a, a child when they're going through and they're like, why is this happening? How do we how do we deal with these hard things in life? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, again, it goes back to the faithfulness of God. Um, kids tend to know a lot of the Old Testament stories about Noah and um, these times when God saved, you know, his people. And so pointing them to, you know, we can see even if they're not old enough to have seen God work that way in their lives yet, mm. we can see this history through the entire Bible of God being faithful to his people Amen. over and over Amen. and over again. And so even in their um, unfaithfulness, right? Yes. Even, in even when, when the Israelites are so unfaithful. God is still faithful. And so showing them that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to, um, you know, live a perfect life. And God is still who he is today and tomorrow and the next day. God is always the same. Um, And he loves us. And ultimately, he wants what's best um, in each of our lives. It's great words. Good. I would say uh, God's a a God of of compassion. He connects to the brokenhearted. he, uh, he's the one who comforts. And so, although we live in a broken and fallen world that's full of sin and, and uh, depravity, and some of the results of, of our choices, some are not for, for the things we face. But many times it's, uh, you know, wait, where are you God in this? Well, those are the moments that he wants to come alongside and, and comfort those who mourn. And he uses people to do that his instruments of, of hope. And, and so that, that's the other side of that is what's awesome about speaking about these things, difficulty 
gives us an opportunity to illuminate God's character and to see the different attributes of his character. Sometimes we think of it as just, you know, he's a good God or he's a just God. But it's those times in mourning or difficulty or life just is like hit rock bottom that God, that's where we get to see God at his greatest, uh, which was wonderfully displayed on the cross. Amen. That what, what great compassion and undeserved forgiveness right. that we are extended because of what he did on the cross. Yeah, and that good. character describes that love and action. So that's yeah. good. That's good. Well, uh, this has been great. And yeah. um, thank you I, for joining one, us today. One question Hope, yeah. for us before yeah. we leave today. Um, Hope, just tell us a little bit about what you're excited about oh, yeah. in children's That'd ministry yeah. for Northwest and we what we see moving forward there. Well, God is doing uh, really big stuff. So we're majorly looking forward to Champs Camp. It's going to be another great year. Right, um, yeah. We are praying about lots of things with that and getting lots of details um, figured out there. But then we also have things happening behind the scenes to increase security um, for our kids and uh, make sure our families feel comfortable um, dropping off our kiddos um, and taking care of things. And then we are teaching through Fruit of the Spirit in Children's Church right now. And I have heard great feedback from our parents on um, those discussions that are continuing in the homes. And Mm -hmm. so God's just doing great things. Yeah, we had 36 kids, zero through four, there this week, morning. yesterday yeah. morning, I had eight babies in the nursery. And so we need more workers. Absolutely. We need more we workers. Need. So yeah. this week, we're going to have to ask for more workers from our people just because we've had an influx of young young children that are coming into our church. And we're thankful for that. So it's yeah. good. It's great. Well, good to be with you guys. Yeah, it's uh, great. Thank you guys for joining us today. Great Full question. Full team here. <laughs> we'll you guys have later. a great day. Right. And join us on Sunday. We'll see you later.